So like senior life is, is a wonderful vehicle, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to do anything that you want to do. Absolutely. So if you don't take hold of this opportunity, like, you know, I, I, I feel sorry for people that mm-hmm. don't, you yeah. know, or that give up before the miracle happens. You're all fired up. Thomas Roach, Director of Marketing with Senior Life Insurance Company. We're at the beautiful home office here in Thomasville, Georgia. And like usual, we are all fired up. Today, we have a very, very special guest, somebody I've wanted to get on the podcast, and she's joined our company. She uh, breaks records. Uh, She's just super amazing. She's super incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Bianca. Bianca, how are you today? Wonderful. Thank you for having me. Definitely. I appreciate you doing this. You came in from Louisiana. Yes. Flew into Atlanta, then Tallahassee, and then drove down. Yes. Um, So fresh off of your flight in the road. So (laughs) I do appreciate you taking the time today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, Definitely. You guys have already, let's just just start off. You guys just opened a call center. Yes. Can you tell me about that? What's going on with that? Yes. So, I mean, with COVID and everything going on, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess get back in March when we all had to switch from field sales to telesales. Right. Uh, we didn't have any place to work, you mm. know. So we actually were using a building that that Jen and her husband had to turn into a makeshift call center. Oh wow. Yeah, and as we started hiring more and more people, like right. everybody wants to work at the call center. Right. You know, which we didn't really have one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Dave was like, "Look, we're actually losing money by not not having a place." Mm. You know. So we you know found some place and like let's do it. And um, yeah, it's filled up now. I got 10 people in there and wow. we want to get 20 more in there. That's amazing. Like yeah. for somebody, for you, like, because when you started with the company, you did field sales. Um, you were brought in by Jen, if I'm correct. And she's a monster at field sales as well. A lot of people who come on board, they feel like you can't transition from one to the other. But you broke records. What t- tell me, like, was it a hard transition? What were your thoughts whenever you went from field sales to doing telesales? So it really wasn't a hard transition. I mean, when you're at the point where it's like, this is what you have to do. Okay. There, there is no option. Right. You know, with, with COVID and everything going on, when it first happened, we we couldn't go out in the field. So, mm. you know, it was either do this or, or not make money. You know, and it was that simple. It was that simple, you know. I mean, <laughs> right. and I think even Jen, you know, that that first month that we did telesales, I think she wrote like fifty thousand almost. It was something like on that. the phone, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so it was just that desperation, and mm. you know, I really didn't change anything. I did really my presentation exactly the same. Mm. Um, I just brought my personality over the phone, and I was like, man, this is actually easier than I thought. Yeah. So from your point of view, though, like, why do you think people would object to doing that? Because we. You know, a lot of people did do that in this time, but some people still were adamant about I can't do a different way. I can't do telesales if I do field sales or even vice versa. Why do you think some agents may have that kind of mentality where they can't transition from one to the other? Well, the only thing that stops you is yourself, Mm. you know, so you have that limiting thought of, you know, it's that fear. If you keep telling yourself, I can't do that, then you're not going to be able to, mm. you know, my mindset was, I have to do this. Yeah. That, that was it, you know? And so I didn't limit myself by, you know, having that fear. And I think starting off in the field and learning how to sell is way easier than having to start selling over the phone. Okay. So, you know, 
knowing how to sell, you know, closing deals, you know, I already knew how to do that. So just transitioning over the phone, it it really just wasn't, it wasn't hard for me, Mm. you know, but I have a lot of agents that, you know, they tell me like, I can't sell on the phone. I'm like, well, if you tell yourself that you can't, you're not going to be able to, right? you know, wake up and say, I can do this. I'm going to do this. Mm. You know, that's something about you. Like I, you seem very fearless. Like you seem like the type that roadblocks <laughs> don't really get in your way. Is that is that how you've always been just naturally? Is that just kind of like, where does that come from? So, you know, I've had some challenges in my life. Right. You know, I mean, I've been sober for, for seven years now. Okay. Well, congratulations Thank on that. You. Definitely. Thank you. Um, not something that I share a lot, but that's definitely, you know, that's my story. Okay. You know, so right. I've been knocked down a lot of times and, and gotten back up. Mm. And so, you know, this is no different. You know, I, I tackle, you know, the field, the phone sales, exactly how I would, you know, life. I got you. You know, I'm not going to let anything stop me. I've been through a lot of stuff to get to where I am mm-hmm. and nothing's going to stop me now. Right. <laughs> you know, right. like right. if anybody gets in my way, like move out. There you go. Yeah. So with that, with with the struggles that you've had, and I do appreciate your transparency on that. That is really amazing that you would mention that. Um, what made you get into insurance? What is it about insurance in your path when you're talking about your journey? Like, how did that kind of start for you? So the last five years before I started with Senior Life, I was actually running a, a treatment center for adolescents, and um, I did adults as well. Right. So I was in the treatment treatment field. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's, yeah. wow, that's incredible. That, that was my path. You know, that's yeah. what I wanted to do. I was actually in school to get my master's mm. uh, in social work and I, I got really burnt out. Okay. Um, you know, I was giving everything I had and I wasn't really making any money. I couldn't support my family, mm-hmm. you know? And so back in 2018, I lost my job mm. and I started questioning like, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? Right. You know, because when it's, you know, you're just helping people and you're not getting, you know, paid for it. Right. It's, it's a lot different when it becomes, you know, your sole vocation. Yeah. You know, it's it becomes very different. And so I really started, you know, I'm very spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, believe in God. Yeah. And I started praying, you know, God, help me to be open minded. You know, what else is there out there? You know, do you have another purpose for me? Mm. And a week later, I was actually a week later, a week later, (laughs) I was actually approached by three people about selling insurance. Oh, wow. Yes. That's okay. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. And I was like, I don't want to sell insurance. You know, actually a a good friend of mine, he was working for another company uh, doing, you know, mortgage protection. Mm -hmm. And I actually, you know, took the course with, with that company and was trying to get licensed. Right. And David had been talking to me about, about the opportunity, but just that thought of selling insurance is mm-hmm. just not me. You know, I didn't think it was me. Right. And so, you know, but again, I was like, maybe there's something to this, you know, and, mm-hmm. and David showed up at my house one day and he was like, look, you, you need to do this. Wow. You know, he started showing me Jen's bank, bank stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was, just had my second child, okay. you know, um, actually my daughter's dad had passed away, you know, a couple months before then mm. and had no insurance. Oh, you know, oh, so, so firsthand. Yeah. So there was like a yeah. lot of different things going on that, you know, and I always tell people, I don't think you just wake up and you're like, Oh, I want to sell insurance today. I don't think anybody's really said <laughs> that. <yet. laughs> Unless it's like in your family or right. something like that. Right. It, it chooses you. I feel like. Wow. Yeah. You know, definitely. And so that's basically what happened, you Mm -hmm. know, and, you know, 
I've been friends with David for a long time and I was trying to figure out, you know, who do I want leading me? Like, who do I want to follow? And, you know, David was the best choice. What was it about David, especially, you know, David today, he's, he's an incredible leader. He's extremely passionate. Uh, I love the fact that he cares about his agents so much for, in my personal experience, a lot of my friends, I would not trust when it came to making a career change. Uh, maybe my friends aren't the most motivated or the brightest, (laughs) but for you to have that personal relationship, was it, you already knew he was a really good leader or was it just because you felt like your prayers were being answered? What was it about that moment in David then that made you say, okay, let me go all in on this. So four or five years prior to we were, me, him and Jen were actually working at uh, a network marketing company together. Okay. So me and Dave had been friends. And I actually recruited Jen into that company. Okay. That's how they met. <laughs> okay. Right? All right. So, um, you know, and our, we actually talk about this. We were sitting in his living room at that time. He right. had no furniture. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we're going to be somebody one day, you know, like we're going to be, we're going to be six figure income earners. Right. So you're in a, in a, in a living room, no furniture. <laughs> Sitting with your legs crossed on the floor. <laughs> right. And you said we're going to earn six figures. Trying to figure out how to take over the world. Wow. Me, Jen, and Dave. And that was at, the, at that job. Yeah. Okay. So that was like five years prior to wow. senior life. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, we didn't end up making it there. We all kind of went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And then here we are, you know, five years later with senior life. And Dave actually had recruited Jen. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I saw that, you know, she was doing really well. And right. So I knew Dave was a good leader. You know, I've seen him. He's always, he's a innovator. Yeah. You know, a visionary. Yeah, 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 definitely. Right. So it's super motivated, great work ethic, like always looking for like the next thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that, you know, he was the person that I, you know, wanted to to follow. Motivation sometimes can scare people. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, when you're sitting in an empty living room and everybody says we're going to be six figure earners. (laughs) And I assume if you didn't have any furniture, you're probably not near a six figure earner at that point. That stuff can be very scary for some people. Right. You don't operate with a lot of fear. So what is it in that moment? Like you just just because you had that much belief in each other and yourselves that you just didn't even think about the failure side of it. Or what was it? What was going on? I don't know. I mean, I guess you know, especially like in network marketing, I mean, Mm. there's, there's a lot of like hype and there's a lot of people that are making, you know, six figures. And so like having that belief, Mm. you know, my mindset's always been, you know, if that person can do it, I can do it. Mm. I just need to know what it is they did to get there. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point in time, I probably wasn't, um, at the place to maybe attract six figures. Mm -hmm. You know, I still had a lot of growing to do. Right. Right. So, but again, it put that idea in my mind that it was possible, Hmm. you know, because again, coming from where I come from, right. That's not even on the radar, you know? And so, um, and then, you know, being at senior life, you know, there's so many people that, that believe in, and are being successful, you know, and I just, I buy into that. Definitely. Definitely. That is incredible. So tell me whenever you, so you first come on board. So David reconnects with you. Uh, he shows you Jen's uh, pay stubs and what she's <laughs> making. What was it like whenever you, so you start with senior life? Is that your career in insurance starts with senior life? Yes. So what is that like in the beginning? Like kind of walk me through what your experience was when you first started with us. So it actually took me nine months to get licensed. 
Okay. So from the time, you know, I was approached about it. So at that time I actually got licensed. Was it apprehension or just you had a lot going on? Apprehension. Okay. I mean, I was pregnant at the time, so I, I wasn't you. like super, um, you know, motivated to get to work. I got you. But apprehension, you know, doing something completely different um, was a little fearful, Okay. you know, but it got down to that time where I was like, okay, I need to do something or, right. you know, give up, Right. you know? And so... Getting licensed, getting contracted. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of fuzzy, like thinking about then. Right. But, you know, I did everything that David told me to do. You know, he said, mm. look, here's your welcome email. Go through everything. Right. Do some practice presentations. So I started messaging people on Facebook. I was like, hey, just got this new job. Like, I need to practice. Right. Right. And started going meet people and wrote policies, mm. you know, uh, made a couple thousand dollars my first month. Mm. So my first month was, I think, April. Okay. And I was still in school. So I wasn't like, and I remember talking to Dave, like, can I just do this, you know, part time, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> like still go to school. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Like just kind of telling me what probably what I wanted to hear. Right. And uh, not really realizing like how much, you know, effort it actually was going to take. Okay. And so, um, but I wrote a couple policies and then, you know, I still wasn't seeing the results that I wanted. You mm. know, I'm an instant gratification kind of person. Okay. Like, right. You know, I want something to happen today. Right. You know? And so May I was like, okay, I'm going to take a semester off and I'm just going to go all in. And so Dave gave me some leads and I think May I, I produced like $18,000 in production. <laughs> okay. Right? So you went from a couple thousand to 18,000. Yeah. Wow. But I've, you know, started telling my agents there was like a three week period in between like April and May mm. where like I, I didn't write a policy. I, I was going out with leads and I wasn't making sales, but I was still calling Dave. Like I was still, you know, trying to have him mentor me like, hey, right. you know, I'm getting told no. What should I do? Right. You know, and so stuff was happening. I just couldn't see it. And there were, there were nights where, you know, I mean, my mom was taking care of my kids. I mean, I have a, a six-year-old and a two-year-old at that time. My son was like a baby, right? you know, my mom's taking care of my kids and she's like, like, what's happening? Like, you're not making sales, mm. you know? Um, and I'm like, I'm just going to keep sticking with it. Like Dave was like, you're going to be able to do this. I I'm telling you. And Jen was like encouraging me. And so, but I remember when I made my first sale right? and it was all downhill from there. And then. June, I became number one agent in the country. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so that fast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you put school on hold, mm -hmm. working on your master's. Yeah. You have two kids that are very, very young. One's brand new. Right. <laughs> still has the tags <laughs> on her. Your mom's taking care of your kids while you're out in the field. Yeah. And you go three weeks without a sale. Yeah. And then finally get one. Yeah. And then you're off to the races. Right. And you were never scared during this time <laughs> or were you frightened? What's I, going I was, on? I was, I was a little scared. You okay. know, I was like, man, maybe like this isn't for me. Mm. You know, I started questioning myself. Right. But like David's super encouraging, you know, he's like, you, you got this. Like, mm. I, I know you're going to be great at this. Like, just keep going, just right. keep going, you right. know? And again, like, you know, seeing Jen, like, I'm like, like, I remember when I went training with Jen and she made it look super easy. I think we like sold seven policies oh, wow. when I went training with her. And I was like, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. I went out the next day and I was like, wait, this is not as easy as I thought, mm. you know, because that's agents see us and they're like, man, like y'all make it look so easy, but right. you haven't really put in that blood, sweat and tears yet. You know, like you have to go 
through that in the mm, beginning. Right. You know what I mean? You just have for, to. For, for three weeks. For three weeks. <laughs> and then be number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. three weeks, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, isn't that long. Well, when you're on day one, yeah. and you don't know it's only going to be three weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot exactly. different. And I had, I mean, I had no money coming in. Like I hadn't worked for, for nine months, oh, wow. you know, so I was like living on savings. I right. didn't have any money coming in. So right. I was scared. Yeah. You know, um, but then I made that first sale and like I said, it was just <laughs> all downhill from there. So, so then what happens next? So you, you become number one in the company and then you're already setting your own personal goals and everything like that. So I guess you kind of hit a stride at that point. I did. And then so what I are my groove? Yeah, definitely. So what so then what's happening next? So after you you do that, you become number one. And then what's kind of is it just you're just keeping up with that at that point? Yes. OK. And what keeps you from getting complacent? I mean, I, I see you said you're you're an instant gratification kind of person, but a lot of people when they hit home runs, they kind of back up a little bit. Right. But you didn't really do that. Yeah. So what was it? Was it just the uh, the thrill of it? Was it what was it? What was going on? What are you thinking at that <laughs> point? Like kind of put me in your mindset whenever you're number one at 18,000 or however much it was. And then you continue to keep going. You continue to be number one or in the top three or top right. five or whatever. What is it? What's going on? What's going on in your mind? So, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just that. I've always had like a, I guess, addictive personality. Okay. And, you know, finding something that you really love to do right. and, you know, like having the money and like having the success and like actually, you know, being somebody yeah. is, um, and then, you know, motivating people, yeah. you know, when you have people that are, you know, watching you and like motivated by what you're doing, it, it that's what pushes me. Mm. Like, it's not really so much about myself. Right. But I know that I'm here for a reason to like help other people. Yeah. You know, and so that, you know, kept pushing me because um, I think like my sixth month with senior life, I started recruiting. Oh, wow. Right. So okay. it's like, OK, I mastered how to write business. Right. Now it's like I'm so blessed with this opportunity. Now I have to share this with other people, mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like that definitely helps me from getting complacent, Yeah, you know, because it's not about just you anymore. Like you right. have other people that are counting on you and depending on you for their own, you know, livelihood. Yeah. Right. So that's definitely a huge uh, push. Mm. Right. Um, but, you know, after my first year in the field, you know, I did get kind of bored a little bit. Okay. You know, it's like, okay, you're writing business, you're driving all over the place. Like it, it gets tiring. Yeah. Right. So transitioning to sell telesales was like a whole new like challenge. But telesales, so but you didn't transition out of boredom though. It was that a necessity, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, but it was like it happened at the right time. I got you. Really, I got you. You know, um, just something different. You know. And then how? So the, the personal production in a week record, you broke that last year, mm -hmm. right? And, and it was held by um, Joey Faircloth, mm -hmm. who's been with us. 25 years and he actually had that title for like seven years or something like that was that your was that what you were set to do was that your goal was to beat that record was that what you were doing at that point like because you get on telesales you realize you could do it and you're like okay now i'm just gonna beat this record is it like what happened what was going on at that time so i mean i think you know realizing that man like i actually really am good at at telesales as right. well and actually was writing more business over the phone than I was. So you're doing better in the field. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it was just like looking for the new thrill, like something different, <laughs> the, the new challenge, yeah. you know, um, 
<laughs> you know, what could I do next? And so, you know, I just happened to see that YouTube video and I was like, Dave, I think I can, you know, cause okay, I've already been. You just like one. randomly saw the video? Yeah, or? just randomly saw the oh, video. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so it was just like one of those things, which yeah. is cool. And he, again, told exactly how he did it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can do that. You know, oh, wow. so, <laughs> so I called David and I was like, Hey, you know, um, I'm thinking I'm going to beat this record. Yeah. He was like, okay, cool. Great. So you're going to need to get this many leads and do it, mm. you know? And that's just how it happened. To explain kind of in, 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 in layman's terms for somebody who might be new or somebody thinking about like, I really want to do those kind of big numbers yeah. to break that record. What exactly did you do? So, you know, I think it, we have a great system, mm -hmm. right? Where, you know, per, Leads equals production. Yes. Right. So if you want to write those big numbers, thirty, forty thousand dollars a month, like right. you cannot be afraid to spend money on leads. Mm. You cannot be afraid to invest in yourself. Yeah. You know, and I mean, honestly, you know, there's a whole new standard at senior life. You know, it used to be like minimum twenty leads a week. Right. Like that's like nothing now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's right. that's nothing. You know. Right. So you know, to to do something like you know, 30,000 in a week, right. like, you know, you need a lot of leads. Yeah. Um, and to me, leads don't really cost, you know, um, because again, like you buy the leads, you write the business, right. all the money comes back to you anyway. Yeah. You make money off it. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I got the leads. I literally, you know, blocked out all distractions for that week. Like everybody was like kind of my, my subject <laughs> that week. Right. Um, and like every day, 9am, you know, work until dark 30. I yeah. literally worked from Friday to Thursday, like no days off. Mm. Um, you know, had a goal every single day and just, just didn't stop. Just didn't you know, stop. a lot of, a lot of prayer. Yeah. Like God, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't do this, I'm going to feel like a loser. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Cause everybody was texting me, like yeah. cheering me on. Yeah. Like you got this, you got yeah. this. And I'm like, man, I cannot. Yeah. Know, cannot yeah. Fail. I, I had even texted you during that time. And I, I didn't have your number and I was sitting at home and I was like, well, I want to text her and just say you can do this. Yeah. And I text David. I'm like, hey, let me get Bianca's number, uh, which kind of was a mistake because then he just kept texting me like, bro, <laughs> she's going to do it. Like kept like saying those encouraging things, like telling me like, yeah. you don't understand. She's going to do it. And I was like, all right, that's like the 10th one. I get it. Yeah. No, that I mean, that helps. I mean, everybody was messaging me, emailing yeah. me. And I mean, that just kept motivating me and, and pushing me forward that like everybody you know, believed in me, you yeah. know, and it helped me to really believe in myself. And I Definitely. mean, this business is all about belief. Like yeah. if you don't have that belief in yourself, in the system, you know, in the process, like you're, you're going to have trouble. How important is that? Like following the system. One thing about like David that I, uh, admire and respect, and it's something that, um, Doug Blake also does, um, is follows the system. You yeah. know, when Ron, Robert or somebody like that is like, here's how we need to do this. They, they do it automatically. Yeah. How important is that? Cause so many people want to do it their own way or I can do it like this, or there's this. Yeah. You're tuned into the system. Four weeks in, you have a month of 18,000 from following the system. Yeah. How important is it to just stay on track and follow that system? So, I mean, you know, a huge part of like my recovery has mm. been following a system. Okay. And so, you know, I already had that down path because that's like, you know, life or death. Mm. Right. So coming into this, I'm like, oh my God, they have a system. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, I like gotcha. I'm, I'm really good at like being told what to do and like right. following direction. Like right. I am, 
the best at that. I got Because I know that it works. Mm. You know, I don't have to use my own brain. I can use somebody else's. Right. Um, so, you know, following the system is super important. Mm. You know, I mean, that's consistency is is key yeah. you know, to, to my success. I just keep doing the same thing. And then I don't have to, you know, stop, lose momentum, start again. Like right. I would just rather keep going. Just keep going. You know, and I think that's the the key to win. Definitely. So thinking about like the system and what, you know, definitely what Ron has put into place recently. One thing that we announced uh, at the top of the year is the 150% commissions and the ability to basically give yourself a promotion. For somebody like yourself, like what did that mean to see right there laid out exactly what you have to do to move up to get basically get a raise to get a higher percentage for yourself. What did that mean to you whenever you saw that announcement? Uh, prayers answered. Yeah. Honestly, like, you know, this is, I guess, the thing about, you know, manifesting what you want. Yeah. Um, you know, just recently before, you know, that announcement was made, I had been writing down, like, you know, I want, I had actually written, I want a hundred percent contract. Okay. I want a hundred percent contract. I want, you know, 20% override off my agents. Like yeah. I want to do, you know, so much. And so I was writing down my goals every single day, right? trying to manifest that. Right. And then all of a sudden standardized contracts mm. and actually got more than what I was hoping for. Beat your own goal again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, God gave me more than, than what I asked for. So, I mean, I think it's amazing to be able to get paid exactly what you're yeah, worth. Definitely. I love that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I hate exchanging time for money. I've always felt like I wasn't, paid what I was worth, mm. you know? So being blessed with an opportunity like this is just amazing. Yeah, definitely. So kind of tell me about your other goals now. So you start the call center. How many people are in the call center now? 10. And you have a goal now of 20 more. Is that what you yes. said? So like what is for Bianca, what is some of your short-term goals right now? So, you know, I'm still trying to get to a hundred thousand dollars a month, my mm -hmm. agency. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's like, that's my goal right now. Right. Um, you know, I want to hire at least 10 people a month and I want to have at least, you know, five managers underneath me Okay, doing the same thing. Definitely. You know, um, so that's, you know, duplicating myself, mm -hmm. um, cause I can't do it all by myself, hire, train, write production. Like, right. It, that gets super challenging. Right. So trying to duplicate myself. Um, Are you going to be able to do that? Duplicate yourself? Because I mean, speaking of standards and bars being high, I mean, that's a high, <laughs> yeah. that's a, that's a high reach Try, for some trying people. Trying to find uh, more Biancas is, is challenging, yeah. but I, I have some in, in the making. I got you. I have some in the making. Um, so again, like with the call center, um, you know, Doug asked me, he's like, well, how do you create more of you? Right. And I'm like, well, I don't know. And he's like, well, you have people next to you every single day. Okay. You know, like there's no option. Like if you're on my team, like you're working in the call center, mm -hmm. you're within, you know, a certain mile radius right. um, of, of where we live, you know. And so that's definitely been a lot easier than yeah. having people all spread over, you know, in the field. Um, so that's, you know, created a new, I guess, bonus. Definitely. You know, an advantage. So what about long term? What are some things you want to accomplish in the next few years? So, I mean, I want to be where David is at, Yeah, you know, um, what is it like 350,000 right. uh, <laughs> right. like that's my long-term goal. That's yeah. on my vision board. Definitely. Um, and just, you know, again, um, creating more, you know, people that are six figure earners, mm -hmm. you know, um, cause that's when, you know, like, okay, I've, I've made six figures, like, um, I've, I've made it, 
Yeah. You know, because I mean, if you're not making money in this business, it's it's going to be really hard to to stay. Yeah. You know, so um, now that's definitely my long term goal, and then you know, expanding even more call centers. Mm. You know, um, just keep growing. Definitely, you know, sky's the limit. Definitely. So, um, you know, anytime we uh, do the podcast, I always want to give the guests an opportunity to say anything before we get out of here, before we wrap it up. Is there anything that you just want to mention before we finish today? So, you know, I think a lot of people are always questioning, you know, like, you know, how are you so successful? Mm -hmm. You know, how do I get to to where you're at? Right. And I think a big part of this business is all about modeling. Right. You know, taking suggestions, um, taking constructive criticism and, you know, just going all in, you know, commit. Yeah. Right. So going all in. And once you commit and once you have, you know, that belief Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, you have that vision, right. like that's going to pull you yeah. right when, cause this business is not physically challenging, but it is mentally challenging. Okay. So, you know, you, you need that vision to pull you, Yeah. you know, and that's what I love about David. You know, he's definitely given me a, a vision, mm. you know, cause I probably would have been happy with making $500 a week when I first right. started, Yeah. you know, like that, that was all I knew, Yeah. you know, so really creating that vision that there's something else that's possible. Like yeah. I can make six figures. I can have anything that I want. I can have, you know, the life beyond my wildest dreams, right. you know, to have that vision. Like that's what pushes me every single day. Like Definitely. when I want to give up or things get challenging, I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. Like that's what pushes me forward. There you, go. you know, and the fact that, you know, I'm doing this to, to help people. You know, like that's what it's yeah. all about is just helping people um, and not just with like life insurance, you know, like I want to help people on a larger scale. Right. You know, like maybe have my own treatment center, you know, one day because I am still really passionate um, right. about that. So like senior life is is a wonderful vehicle, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to do anything that you want to do. Absolutely. So if you don't take hold of this opportunity, like, you know, I, I, I feel sorry for people mm-hmm. that don't, you yeah. know, or that give up before the miracle happens. Def- oh, well, there you go. <laughs> right. Like right there, like they're almost there and, right. they, and they give up and they just quit, you know, mm-hmm. so that's a, that's an amazing way to put it. Yeah. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming in today. Thank uh, you. Especially fresh off of traveling and everything. <laughs> it's um, like a- You've shared part of your story with me before. You know, I've seen you speak at our events and everything. So, um, you know, I knew that you've had hurdles in life. Right. Uh, I think that's something that's uh, awesome in the sense that I think that's something that will definitely help you in the future. Right. Because I think more people have hardships than just everything being easy for them. Right. And so to know that you were able to pull yourself out so many times, I think it's going to help inspire people. But just on a personal level, it inspires me a lot. Um, just everything that you do. I think you're an incredible person. Uh, I think you have a lot of just will and tenacity. And uh, like I said, you're just an inspiration for me personally. Thank so um, I just appreciate you being transparent yeah. and sharing that with us. Well, and, you know, just the last thing I'll say is a lot of people, you know, we say this is you see the glory, but you don't see the story. Right. And yeah, I think yeah. that that story is super important to share because that's me. Yeah. You know, and if people want to know like who I am and how I've gotten to where I am today, like they have to know mm-hmm. what I had to go through to get to this point. Definitely. You know, th- it makes sense. Definitely. You know, so. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All these words of wisdom, all these gems. We really appreciate you. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend Bianca. And like we say, every single podcast, it's senior life, all your life. <laughs>